Hey everybody, this is Julian McCullough. And I'm Meg Malloy. And we are the co-hosts of The Soft Spot. We're very excited for our guest this week, Mr. John Mullaney. Hello, John. How are you? Thanks for doing our show. Thanks for having me. And what are we going to discuss? Uh, we're going to discuss Mr. Rogers. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wonderful man. He is. So uh, check, check us, us out. out. Starburns Audio. The Soft Spot. We'll see you this week. Or wherever podcasts are sold. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. Twelve original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kalberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. And on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash p-r-e-s-s. It's a good deal. Hey, what up, everybody? It's me, Steve Ag, and I'm no doctor. Um, it is... Sorry, this is going to be a little noisy. I'm in my car once again, uh, out running errands. I have been trying to text Busy all day. She said at one point, let's record later this afternoon. I can't get a time from her or a destination so I decided I would just start recording in case she doesn't get back to me I will have something done in time to get out to you guys uh, like I said it's January 3rd 2018 happy new year's um, I hope you guys had a great uh, holiday season uh, I hope you got everything you wished for <laughs> For Christmas and for, um, uh, what's the other thing? Hanukkah. <laughs> Sorry, I get so easily distracted. I was trying to talk while this FedEx guy was parking like half a foot from my car. It's not a car, it's a truck. Um, I just bought some, uh, Metamucil. And I got, if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, <clears throat> I guess mainly Twitter. I don't think I said anything about this on Instagram. Uh, I should post it on the uh, We're No Doctors um, Instagram. Sorry, I'm very distracted. There's a million people walking around with cool dogs and it's distracting and weird drones and they're all their Christmas shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I bought a bidet, um, right after Christmas 
and um, I got it on Amazon, had it shipped to my place. I got it on Saturday. I was very excited. I tried installing it, and uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this. I live in an apartment that is from the Stone Ages. Like, it is so, my apartment is so old. It was built in the 20s, but, like, it's one of those things. It has really weird fuses. Like, most apartments have those little tiny fuses, and there's a fuse box where if you blow a fuse, you just flick a switch and the lights come back on or whatever. Um, my apartment has these old, like, huge fuses. They're big. They're like this. The, they have the diameter of, like, a silver dollar, and they're just gigantic. They look like spark plugs, actually, uh, about a quarter of the length of a spark plug, and they just screw into the, the wall and if you blow one, you have to replace the whole fuse. There's not a, f a switch you can flip. Um, and they're really weak. Like, in my kitchen, if I am running the microwave and I turn on my Vitamix blender, it will blow all the lights in my apartment. <laughs> If I have my air conditioning unit running in the living room and I turn on the vacuum cleaner, I will blow all the lights in my apartment. It's fucked up. Um, so what was I getting at? Oh, yeah, uh, installing this bidet. So, of course, the plumbing is even old and uh, some of the attachments didn't fit. And I had to uh, go out and take some of the attachments and take photos of the pipes and take it to Lowe's and show the guy. And he was like, wow, man, this is some old-ass pipes. <laughs> he wasn't a Chicago blues musician. <laughs> he didn't talk like that. Um, but, yeah, so he got me, thank God, this guy at Lowe's was super helpful and knew what he was talking about and got me the right attachment. I uh, then uh, tried installing it the next day. This, so this was on a Saturday. So then Sunday, uh, I installed it successfully and um, sat on the toilet. This thing is awesome. It's a toilet. It's not a bidet like you go to France and there's a whole other thing that looks like a toilet that you stand over. It just goes on your existing toilet. It's a toilet seat, and it's got this little wand that comes out after you go to the bathroom and sprays heated water, by the way. It's awesome. You can control the temperature of the water. You can uh, you can adjust the angle. So if you, if you, uh, if you turn it on uh, like the first time I did, <laughs> This is so dumb. The first time I, I sat down on the toilet and I turned it on, I was just fully, I think it, the uh, it's, the uh, the wand was out too far and it just, <laughs> it just sprayed all over my balls. Just, and it hurt like shit too. It's like someone flicking my balls. Because it's really powerful, you know, because it's cleaning your butt. <laughs> and um, and so, uh, 
so I, uh, I, I adjusted it and, um, dialed it in. So that stream of water hits right on the target <laughs> pinpoint accuracy. It, um, it gets right in the, s- <laughs> hold on. My, my headphones just fell off. Hold on. With pinpoint accuracy, it, um, it just, oh my God, it's amazing. I literally, when I, when I got it right and turned it on audibly, I am by my, live by myself. I was by myself and I audibly went, Oh, like it, you don't expect it to be that powerful. And, uh, I'm not going to lie. It feels really good. It's, <laughs> it feels incredible. It's like a massage. It feels great. And then uh, it also has a dryer. There's a little drying thing, so it dries your butt afterwards. Uh, it's from a company. I'll tell you, I God, I would love to get sponsored by this company. It's from a company called Smart Bidet. And this one was uh, the SB1000. <laughs> I love that they're named like robots. The SB1000. SB 1000 and it's I had to make sure I got one because my toilet isn't one of those elongated oval kind of ones mine's like perfectly round so I had to find one that's uh, that fit my toilet this is not interesting well this is kind of interesting what you're listening to we're no doctors um so I got that and I I'm not gonna lie I've used it it's made pooping more tolerable for for me you know if you've been listening since the beginning you know that um i hate anything to do with pooping i don't even like pooping i don't like i don't even like doing it in my own apartment i'm never more bummed out when than i'm than when i'm sitting on the toilet and so this uh this is a game changer i even uh new year's day i went in the evening i went I was at home and I just went in the bathroom. <laughs> I went in the bathroom and I just sat on the bed and squirted my butt for no reason. I hope it doesn't become a problem. I hope I I hope in a year you don't see me on intervention with like busy and all my friends sitting around going, You gotta we think you need to get rid of your bidet, man. You're uh <laughs> we haven't seen you in a year. <coughs> um, I had, uh, I just finished a, a round of antibiotics for a sinus infection that I, well, I got it while I was shooting that movie, which I'm still shooting. It's just we're on vacation. I start back up in a week. I think I have three more days in drag. Oh, thank God. I can't wait to not have to wear a dress anymore. Actually, I don't mind the dresses. Um, I find dresses, <laughs> especially skirts, very comfortable. I love uh, the... F- just, I love... It feels great. It feels better than constricting pants. I'm not going to lie. I like wearing a dress. <laughs> I hate, however, wearing high heels. My foot is just now healing. It was two weeks of me wearing two-inch heels, and that's nothing. 
I think they were two inch. Maybe they were four. No, I think uh, maybe they're four inch. These heels just wrecked my right foot. Like I thought my toe was broken, and it's just now it doesn't hurt to walk anymore. And I'm dreading these final three days next week where I I'll have to wear those shoes again. Um, I don't know how you do it, ladies. But anyway, yeah, when I was working on that movie, my sinus infection came back. There's nothing worse than working when you're sick. And uh, so I got the, a Z-Pack. My doctor gave me a Z-Pack, which ended about 10 days ago. I think I'm okay. I'm having some allergies. Um, I, I just really need to clean my place. I think my apartment's probably too dusty right now. Um, but this sinus infection thing has really plagued me this, uh, 2017. Um, I think I mentioned, you know, I had a root canal because I had an abscess tooth. I had an infection in my tooth. And so I had a root canal and then right after the root canal, I got a sinus infection and it was the first time I had had a sinus infection in in years, like seven or eight years, I, I learned after I became allergic to a couple antibiotics, I learned to be very good at preventing when I felt a sinus infection coming on. And so, um, what are you looking at? Fucker, take a picture. It'll last longer. <laughs> People are staring because I'm wearing headphones in my car and talking into a microphone. Um, shit. Where was I at? Um, yeah, I got good at preventing sinus infections, uh, with a neti pot and steaming and uh, vitamins and, and I managed to go from getting a sinus infection once or twice a year to never getting them anymore. And also not getting sick hardly ever. Like it was a good seven years. I had a good run. And then, uh, after I had this root canal, I get this sinus infection and I felt it coming on and I did everything that I usually do the neti pot. And I put this stuff called betadine in it, which is a, a, a disin, not, not a disinfectant. It's, um, God, my brain's not working. It's what, like when you go to the hospital, if you have a cut and they're going to give you stitches, you'll see they, they take this like sponge thing and they put this, it's like this orangish brown liquid. It's like a disinfectant, uh, and, um, to clean the wound. And I put just a drop or two, not a lot, just a drop or two in my neti pot because it will kill the infection in my sinuses and I'll put like some golden seal to, uh, you know, lubricate my sinuses. So things pass through it easier. And, um, yeah. And I've got, I was really good. And then after this, uh, root canal, I'm fighting the sinus infection for weeks and it's, it's, it's off and on. Like some days I think I have it beat and then another day it'll come back and I just couldn't beat it. And finally I just gave in and I got, had a fucking sinus infection and it was a fuck. It was a bad one. Like, like just my right cheekbone under my right eye hurt so bad just to touch. And, um, but the weird thing was I never had a fever and I never felt sick. I just had a really bad pressure in my sinuses and um and yeah it 
it was weird. It was unlike most because usually if, I, you know, in the past when I'd get a sinus infection, I'd get a fever. I'd feel tired and run down. I'd feel sick. This never happened with this. It was just an infection that like was just there. It wasn't like doing anything other than being painful. And so I go to a, an ENT. I think I've told this story before, but I go to an ENT and she's like, she, I I'd never had this before, but she sprayed this like numbing agent up my nose, up both nostrils. And she put a camera up my nose and I got to watch this TV monitor to see inside my sinuses, which was fascinating. This kind of, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me when I go to the doctors. I find it fascinating. And, um, she's like, yeah, you definitely have a sinus infection. And she, you know, prescribed some stuff and, um, Oh, she also goes, have you had any dental work lately? Which I thought was odd. And I go, yeah, I just had a root canal. She goes, that might've caused your sinus infection. She goes, the infection in your tooth, which is right against your, you know, it was a molar. So it was right against my sinus and it was the same side. She goes, that could have caused your sinus infection. And oddly enough, like a few weeks later, I got an eye infection. Like I, it was kind of like pink eye. But it was really weird. Like I would wake up in the morning and my eye would have watered so much while I was sleeping that like it was almost glued shut. And so I go to an eye doctor and he says, have you had a sinus infection lately, recently? And I go, yeah, I just had a sinus infection. And he goes, that could have caused your eye. So it was just a full chain reaction moving straight up from my teeth through my sinuses to my eyes. And then I was starting to get nervous. I'm like, well, the brain is the next obvious step. And, um, I got, I, I got stuff. The eye infection went away. My tooth is better, but I honest to God have been fighting sinus infections all summer. In fact, I don't know if the sinus infection ever fully went away. I think it's always kind of been there. I think I need a stronger dose of antibiotics for longer. We'll see what happens after this more recent round of ZPAC. But a ZPAC is fairly mild, and it's it's five days. It's not a 10-day round. And even though they say it stays in your system for five days, I am now 10 days in. So I think it's I'm done with the ZPAC. So I'll be I'm curious to see what happens. Um, but yeah, I. I don't know what else to do, <laughs> you know, because when I saw this ENT and she's a great, came highly recommended. She was a great ENT. She's like, yeah, you know, we'll give you this antibiotic. She's like, you know, if it's something that doesn't go away, you might have to have surgery. I don't know what the fuck surgery would do for a sinus infection, you know. I don't know. I, I, I'm no doctor. <laughs> Uh, what is busy doing? She has not texted. I've texted her so many times today. I texted busy last night. I said, want to, uh, Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? Want to try and record. So we have something to put out on Thursday. <laughs> I just got a text from a sound engineer. Uh, she didn't reply today. I, I, I said, do you want to at least try a phone chat? And she just wrote back, are you free later this afternoon? This was at 1030 this morning. And I said, yes. And then nothing. And uh, an hour ago, I wrote, what time? 
earlier the better and she has not replied i hope she's not in the hospital <laughs> now i'm worried um so how long have i been oh, i've been doing this for 20 minutes this might be a short one maybe i'll go to some more email yeah why don't i go to some emails oh also this is something i've been wanting to talk about i have a messed up shoulder it's been a couple months now. I don't think I've even mentioned it on the podcast because I just assumed it would get better. But it's one of those things, you know, where I try lifting my arm. Once my arm gets up level with my shoulder, it's really sharp pain. It's kind of on the side and towards the front and top of the shoulder, like the rotator cuff. And I know, I feel like it's the rotator cuff because I tore my other rotator cuff on the other arm twice once in high school and once in college and so it's a familiar pain and it is the weird thing is it just started you know like a couple months ago it started out of nowhere like i woke up and all of a sudden my fucking arm hurt sorry about my language i woke up and my arm was just really really bad and um and it just hasn't gotten better. It's been months and I've tried resting it. I've tried, you know, I have one of those tens units, you know, the, the sticky pads you put on your muscle and then you send some electricity, nothing. I'm so scared. It's my rotator cuff. I, I don't want to have to have surgery, but it's now been long enough. Shit. A week. I should have gone in and had it checked, but it's been a couple months. So I, I have to go, I have to get that done. This is uh this is going to be a, a the year for me to fix everything. I definitely have to go in and get that stress test. I still haven't done it. It's odd because my doctor I have a really great doctor. I found a great doc cardiologist. One of the best in LA. And you know, I went and saw them. They did the EKG, then they did the thing where they put a, a heart monitor on you for 3 days. And that was fine. And then he's like, well, let's do a stress test. And they can only do it on Wednesdays, which is weird. Like, you should be able to pick a day. And this all started back when I was working a bunch. And, like, I kept having to cancel because I would book work. There were, there were even times when he had to cancel for whatever reason. And then, uh, you know, there would be times when uh, I wasn't having the palpitations anymore. So I was like, oh, must be fixed. And so I wouldn't make appointments, but I, I want to do, I'm doing that for sure. Um, I'm going to go back to this ENT if things don't change with my sinuses and now, uh, you know, who knows, maybe an MRI for my shoulder. Jesus. I'm so glad I have insurance. Uh, all right, let's go look at some, hold on. First, I have to reply to the sound engineer who's going to upload this podcast for me hey steve any eta on the episode for tomorrow um hold on i'm writing right now i'm recording now almost done okay um that's the other thing. I know some of you who follow us on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Busy and I have both posted that Feral Audio is no more. 
due to some very unfortunate uh, incidents. Um, so for what there was a week or so where we were like, "Wow, what's going to happen?" Busy and I have also talked about maybe just doing the podcast independently without a podcast network. Um, that was Busy's idea. I was like, when this all happened, I was like, don't worry, there's like a million podcast networks. Uh, our podcast, we do really well. We have huge download numbers, uh, thanks to you guys. So I was like, we'll have no problem finding another network. And Busy was like, why don't we just start our own, not network, but she's like, let's just do it ourselves. Um, I don't know. She realizes that just means 10 times more work for me. <laughs> I just show up at her house and record with her. And then after that, I have to go home and, you know, upload it to a computer. If there's any edits, I have to make the edits. Then I got to export it and Dropbox it because the files are so huge and that takes forever. And then I've been sending it to a sound engineer who compresses the files and makes them sound good. And then they upload them to, you know, wherever that goes. So it can go to, uh, so it can go to iTunes and all the proper places. And if we do this ourselves, I'm going to have to learn a lot more shit. And that's going to be a lot more work and time consuming for me. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I do know that when Farrell folded, uh, Starburns Industries has kind of scooped up the podcast. And Starburns, for those who don't know, is a production company that they produce a, an animated show called Rick and Morty, which is a, a phenomenal show. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. Um, there's two or three seasons now. It's it's an amazing show. I've done voices for it. And um, Busy and I recorded our first two episodes of this podcast in the studio at Starburns. Starburns was partnered with Feral Audio. So it's looking like Starburns is going to start a, a podcast division and just take up all the rest of the podcast. So... As of now, there's no danger of losing this podcast until Busy and I figure out what we're actually going to do with this. I'm just going to keep uploading and doing this through um, Starburns, so have no fear. Um, but I do have to get this to them <laughs> very soon, so this we may not be recording much longer. I'm going to go to some emails. Um for those listening, by the way, who are curious, it's nodocspodcast at gmail.com. Um, right, let me find one. Let me find another that's kind of more tapered to me. Uh, here's one. I, I see the word anxiety which I was diagnosed with anxiety and panic disorder. So I'm going to field this one. Hey guys, this is weird. I really would love to hear you all talk more about anxiety and all that comes with it. Oh boy, this, this is going to be uh, an easy one for me. I have recently began hair, hair pulling, which is a lovely new facet of my anxiety. I'm honestly becoming more and more concerned. And of course, Googling is not helping me, which is why I'm emailing strangers. I was diagnosed as a child with 
generalized anxiety disorder, GAD. And now I'm 20 years old on Lexapro and Trazodone with a bald spot. So, you know, a real, so, you know, a real catch. I'm on the hunt for a good therapist, but I'm attempting to cope until I can find someone to pay a shit ton of money to help me with my problems. Sorry, this is hard for me to read because on my phone, it's really tiny and I don't have my reading glasses. So until that happens, uh, I will just have to settle for listening to podcasts and emailing them looking for someone to understand. I don't think the crooked media guys or comedy bang bang provide emails so lucky for you it it is sorry my i I, everything is so blurry it's comforting to hear you all we got to do a podcast about vision comforting to hear you all talk about mental health the episode with annie richter did have me shedding a few tears in my car sorry this is strange and boring it's not but i that's me saying it's not um but I am trying to distract myself from literally pulling my hair. I, I really appreciate your perspectives, and you all make me feel less alone in this crazy, terrifying world. I love Outside Dave on New Girl. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I play a character on New Girl uh, called Outside Dave. Along with all of your other amazing work and art, from Dawson's Creek, Freaks and Geeks, to literally everything else, listening to your show every week gives me a sense of comfort and belonging, so thank you for that also when you all were talking about need needing to create and perform so much it feels like the only option i related so much long long story long i'm going mad <laughs> and you are you from england you said i'm going mad and you all are wonderful kind souls okay sorry for the novella happy new year i guess stay excellent avid listener and weirdo alice p.s i also have <laughs> gastro Parasis is a weird stomach condition where I don't process my food very well. Maybe I will write in again if I need another distraction. Well, Alice, you're welcome to write in anytime. And uh, I'm sorry for your anxiety. It's something that I know very well. And also, which takes on many forms, so I think a lot of people don't realize that they even have anxiety. Uh, I, for a long time, had a it anxiety which would uh, manifest itself uh, in the form of a breathing problem where I felt like I was never getting enough air in my lungs even though I was still breathing the same as always no change it just felt like I wasn't getting enough and that would make me panic that I was going to stop breathing which would then make it worse. The thing with panic and uh, anxiety is it's a self-perpetuating cycle. You know, you, you start to show a symptom and then you panic about the symptom and it just feeds the symptoms. Uh, So it's, it's super frustrating. It's one of the more frustrating problems I've ever had in my life. Uh, I had another, I've probably talked about this, but I had another version of anxiety where uh, I couldn't swallow a, a panic attack or an anxiety attack where I literally could not swallow my own saliva, food, water, anything. Like it was like my brain forgot how to swallow, which, you know, as we all know, it's an involuntary response like blinking or breathing. Um, 
swallowing is right up there with all those functions. It's something you don't have to think about. And for some reason, my anxiety would uh, manifest itself in, uh, this was when it started really getting bad. The, the, um, the breathing thing, I still get once in a while, even though I also am on Lexapro Alice, uh, which was a lifesaver for me, uh, has helped a lot. You know, it, it doesn't cure everything, but it makes it easier to deal with. Um, so yeah, the swallowing thing was hard. I would, you know, be, and it was more, uh, about my environment. Like if I was in a restaurant or a movie theater or on a plane, places with a lot of people around me, um, and I was confined to a certain space, that's when I would have trouble swallowing. Um, and I, I hid it from girlfriends. I hid it from everybody. You know, I got really good at like having tissues in my pocket that I would spit into, literally spit into on flights because I couldn't swallow my own saliva. It was fucking crazy. Sorry for my language, but it was fucking crazy. It was so frustrating. And, you know, I would break down at times and cry, you know, in my car because I was like, what, why can't I swallow? I thought I had, you know, a, a muscular, you know, disease, you know, like MS. Um, but it turns out that's, you know, one of the ways that panic and anxiety can manifest itself. I had a friend in college who, uh, much like you pulling your hair, he would pull his eyebrows like during every, you know, every time we had finals, he would be sitting in the library and I, I could see him. He would be reading and just, he wasn't even aware of it. He was just like reading his book and like pulling on his eyebrows. And by the end of finals, he, he would have no eyebrows at all. Just both sides too, by the way, he would be bald on his forehead. <laughs> um, and that was, that was really the first, I, this was in college. This was before I even knew I had anxiety disorder. And so, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that, um, this is a way that anxiety ma manifests itself. It's uh, a little different than panic and panic is just kind of a f fight or flight thing. You know, when I have a full on panic attack, all I can think about is leaving wherever I am. Like if I'm on a plane and have a panic attack, I just have to get to the bathroom. I have to get out of the spot that I'm in. If I'm in a restaurant, I just have to leave. If I'm in a movie theater, I haven't had a proper panic attack in a long time in years. Um, the, the Lexapro has helped with that, but I'll still get anxiety, which is not as much a feeling of having to leave as just like kind of a feeling of dread or you need to do something, not leave, but you know, whether it's pulling your hair or, uh, yeah, it's, you, you really need to see a therapist about this. Um, and I know they can be expensive, but it's definitely worth it. Um, you know, some schools you can go to the psych department and it doesn't sound ideal. The, I, you know, talking to a, a student psychologist or psychiatrist, but, uh, it helps to just be talking. Honestly, the best part of therapy for me, uh, was just talking to someone, some, being able to just express things that were bothering me. And, um, yeah, it, it 
even if it's not i mean i appreciate you writing to us that may help and um i'm happy to address all of this stuff i i i'm one of the biggest um uh, empathizers to people with um mental health problems i you know as someone who suffers from it myself i can't uh i can't help it i feel a lot of the times like i can't help enough like i really uh, i will talk about this with anybody at any time whenever someone is like hey i do a podcast about mental health will you come on and do it uh i i never say no i i love it I mean, I love talking about it. I don't love mental disorders. (laughs) Uh, The brain is a fucking fascinating, scary thing. And uh, I'm glad you're on Lexapro. Um, And of course, it's easy to just say, hey, uh, don't pull your hair. (laughs) But a lot of times you're not even aware of it. You know, like my friend who was pulling his eyebrows out. So uh, I know the feeling. I, I don't know the feeling of pulling hair. It didn't manifest itself that way for me. But uh, I hope you find help and um, just know that it's. I, I think it is something that you can get through. And uh, but it definitely, definitely would be great if you could talk to somebody about it—a therapist or even a family member, a friend. I was afraid for the longest time to admit to my family and girlfriend. Uh, you know, girlfriends at different times. I was always afraid to admit to them that I had a problem or, you know, I thought they would think I was crazy, which I mean, I guess technically I was <laughs> in a good way. I'm a, I'm a good, crazy person. Um, but yeah, please, uh, find somebody to talk to. I, I, it's shocking how much that alone can help. And, uh, it sounds like you're taking the right steps. You know, you're on Lexapro, which is good. Um, or, you know, when you do get a doctor, maybe talk about maybe finding something, something else. Maybe the Lexapro isn't what you need. Sometimes you have to, it's trial and error, which is sad, but, um, you know, when you find the right combination of things, uh, it's, it's refreshing. It's wonderful. So Alice, I hope this was helpful. Um, thank you for your email. Uh, how long have we been talking? I really do have to end this and get this to Starburns. I can't, Jesus, I can't see what this says. Yeah, we got to do an episode about vision because my vision is terrible. It's been about 40 minutes. Uh, uh, if you're on the East Coast, please stay warm. It's, what did they call this? Hurricane storm? Volcano storm that's about to happen on the East Coast? Um, let me look at my phone. Uh, I can't see what it's called. I mean, it's 70 degrees in LA right now, so I cannot complain. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think that's going to be it. I'm going to get this episode out, and um, if Busy calls me, I will still record an episode with her today if she wants to, just so we have the jump and can get something out uh, for next week. We're, our plan is to start banking episodes. You know, when we go in to record, we want to start doing two or three at a time. So, you know, when holidays come up, um, we will be able to just have something to put out even though we are not around. 
And uh, as a reminder, anyone uh, on the West Coast, especially in the Bay Area, if you want to see us do our first live podcast recording, oh my God, that's a big garbage truck that almost hit me. Um, Busy and I will be in San San Francisco uh, the weekend of the 14th, so 12th, 13th, and 14th. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, doing shows at the San Francisco Sketch Fest. Uh, it's a about a three-week-long comedy festival. And um, it's not just stand-up. It's podcast stand-up, uh, staged readings of movies and scripts. And um, uh, it's really awesome. I've been doing it for years and years now. So is busy. And uh, I will be up there um, all weekend doing... Uh, not only our podcast, but several stand-up comedy shows, and um, I'm doing a live reading uh, Sunday the 14th afternoon at 1 p.m. at the Castro Theater. Uh, Busy is doing it as well. We're doing um, uh, a live reading. Oh my God, what's it called? Stinker comes to town. <laughs> Please forgive me. I'm looking. I'm looking it up on my phone right now. Little Stinker. Stinker comes. Uh, hold on. Um, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, Stinker Let's Loose. Um, it's a, I, I'm not sure what it is. It's, uh, but it will be funny. <laughs> it's a live reading. Uh, myself, Busy Phillips, um, John Hamm, uh, Andy Richter, uh, Janet Varney, Kevin Pollock, um, Mark Gagliardi. Um, let's see who else. That's just off the top of my head, but uh, that's going to be at the Castro Theater. And please, more importantly, come to our first live podcast. Um, eight is it eight or eight thirty? Oh my god! Well, just go to sfsketchfest.com and look at the schedule for times and locations and tickets. Uh, Busy and I will be doing this uh, live. And tickets are selling fairly well, so I'm excited. And our guest, uh, which we are now allowed to uh, advertise, is Janine Garofalo, uh, who I've known for a while now, and um, I know definitely has some medical things to talk about. So I'm very excited. I think this is going to go well. And, uh, you know, if you can't be there, which I know most of the country can't, uh, just wait, and it'll be up in uh, a couple weeks. Um for you to listen to in your car or home or shower if that's what you do uh, all right well i'm sorry busy couldn't be here she literally also just got back from mexico so um they were dealing with flu stuff so we have a lot to talk about when we do finally get back together um so busy i hope you're feeling well and I hope all of you had a safe and healthy uh, New Year's. And I hope the uh, upcoming year is um, amazing for all of us. <laughs> all right. Take care of yourselves, guys. And thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, everyone. It's me, Steve. AG. You know. <laughs> I'm here to let you know that Starburns Audio has a new survey. Uh, just go to starburns.audio slash survey. Um, we're trying to get to know our listeners a little bit better. 
uh, and it only takes a few minutes, I promise, but uh, it makes a massive difference to the podcasters at um, Starburns Audio. Believe me, we uh, are trying to get to know a little bit more about you, what you like, what you don't like, um, ideas you may have to make things run smoother. Um, this really is a helpful survey. Um because currently podcasting is still kind of like the Wild West. We still don't know a lot. It's uh, it's a new medium. Um, so your responses make everything a lot easier. Uh, it's incredibly helpful and uh, incredibly quick. So again, just go to starburns.audio slash survey and uh, fill it out. Help Help a brother out, all right? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hello. I'm Dave Ross. Hey, and I'm Hampton Yunt. And we host Suicide Buddies on Starburns Audio. That's right. It's a podcast about suicide, but not to make light of it. We actually talk about suicidal thoughts, depression, kind of with a sense of levity that Dave and I have with each other. He's my best friend. Come on. Yeah, we're buddies. (laughs) Suicide Buddies. (laughs) That's the title. One of our favorite episodes that we've recorded so far is about this guy, Jan Pataki, who was a Polish aristocrat in the 19th century, Mm -hmm. and he, uh, one of the reasons... It's possible that he killed himself <laughs> is that he thought he was a werewolf. Oh, check out a clip. It also makes me think like we were talking about in the Norway uh, black metal episode, how like just the culture of your surroundings can affect you. Like yeah. he's in a castle in Poland. He's like, I mean, if yeah. you lived in a castle in Poland and no one knew anything about anything, you might be like, I'm a bat. I'm probably a bat. <laughs> 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 That's like literally what happened to Batman. <laughs> he literally is in his mansion. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm a, a bat. bat. I'm a bat. I'm a <laughs> bat. I'm a, I'm I'm a bat. bat that helps people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bat that helps people. I'm a, I'm a rich, I don't know what you want from me. And, uh, my, and my a, girlfriend, she's a cat. She's a cat. My she, girlfriend's she, a cat. She steals things. She's a woman who steals things. She's a cat. I'm a bat. I'm a I bat. She's a cat. We fight a penguin. My. Uh, my <laughs> 